we can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys for joining me on another episode of Emotional Healing. As I always state, we cannot get through life without something hurting us, someone letting us down, things going wrong, even things we might have said or done that was wrong toward others. But it's all about acknowledgement, right? Once we acknowledge the wrong that was done to us or the wrong things we need to change, then we can work on healing and coming together with understanding and love. Even if you don't like certain people, right? You can respect people enough to to walk away and be peaceful about it, right? If you don't get along with certain groups, certain family members, certain people, we have to learn to be able to come to a place of agreement. And it's okay to agree to disagree. Agree. It's okay to learn life lessons and get out there and step out in faith and try to mingle with other people, right? Because some people are for you and some will not be for you. But you learn through every life experience, especially after going through trauma. So I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Emotional Healing. We all need to heal from something, right? Something that has happened in our life. But with that being said, I want to speak on today's topic. And today's topic is bouncing back from grief. We do know any type of trauma, anything that caught us by surprise or anything that hurt us, right? Causes immense grief, especially if it came from someone we were fond of or someone we loved or someone we looked up to. But people are not God. Only God is God, right? And people will fail you. And sometimes it's the ones that you love the most. So I'm not saying that you have to forget about the memories because some memories are harder than others to release and let go. But you do want to work on moving forward. You want to work on trying to forgive others not saying you have to reconnect with people who have hurt you right or who is not willing to acknowledge they wrong or change but you learn from it right you learn one thing how not to be or it's something better that could have been done and you start working on that as you start to emotionally heal so I will be giving tips and tools on how to be happy again after enduring grief or pain or loss from anything that calls you trauma. Everybody's trauma and life experiences is different, but sometimes we all the same, right? We all feel different emotions and go through different insecurities and different things we don't understand. But as we start to add wisdom in our life, as we start to be open-minded, as we start to set boundaries, as we start to love others, as we start to be compromising, good things start coming into our lives and into our environment. 
difference and we can help others grow and heal from any type of trauma. So with me giving tips on how to become happy again after grief, you guys know that I am a woman of God. I always follow up with a Bible story of someone who has went through immense pain or certain things that we have went through, different obstacles and different emotional turmoil and still came out on top because they had their faith in God. This is why I always tell you guys that you can heal and you can listen to different methods on trying to heal from whatever has hurt you, but it will not stand if you don't have God in your life. So you need God to keep your healing, to continue to grow spiritually, physically, and mentally, right? Because like I said, things, if you don't look at things in a certain aspect or a spiritual aspect, it will um, dim your light, dim your spirit, right? But as you continue to pray and add God in your life and ask for understanding, he started giving you that wisdom and understanding and how to respond and how to act and what to do in certain situations. Now, do we all fail at some time or another? Yes, we do because no one is perfect, but we can always continue to practice and work on our spiritual wisdom and knowledge and, and know that people are human too and everybody is on different journeys in life, different steps in life, and that's how we come to be able to compromise or walk away in peace. Now, with that being said, I'm speaking on David, the man of God. We all know David is the one that killed Goliath, if you are Bible readers, right? I want to speak on after David went through so much turmoil and someone that he dearly loved turned on him. After living a little while, right, and after going through life and after God favored him and he became king and did just wonderful things for God, he still remembered and had the love for the one that he loved that really turned into his enemy and did something nice for that person's family after his enemy had died, a frenemy, basically, who he thought was his friend, who he helped and conquered different things for him and overcame battles from him. But his friend got jealous of him and actually really wanted to kill David if it wasn't from God, right? David would have never lived out his purpose because his friend who he assisted got jealous and attacked him. So this just the heart of God. And this just shows after you go through your steps of healing, you do have more forgiveness and it may take time. Like it took David time to grow, to heal, to understand what he was battling, to grow closer to God, right? To come to a place of peace and love and, and just doing different things that he decided I'm not going to treat the one that was against me like he treated me and I'm still going to bless him even though he not here to see it I'm still going to bless someone in his household that's just a good person I am because David had a relationship with the friend of me son which was Jonathan so I would get into that on today's show so stay tuned after this commercial break welcome to my two cents podcast with evangelist Wallace Norris in this world both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way, 
and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to thank you guys again for joining me on another episode of My Two Cents Emotional Healing Podcast. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to give you tips on how to become happy again. When we go through any type of trauma, right, it causes us grief. And sometimes we grieve longer than others, depending on the sadness, whatever it was that caused you sadness, right, or emotional turmoil. So with that being said, I want to speak on what is grief. Grief is deep sorrow, right? Sometimes it can be guilt. It can lead to guilt. It can lead to depression. It can lead to uh, compromising your morals, your values, or your understanding of what is right and wrong. Another thing is you try to deny grief at times, right? Because sometimes the pain is just too unbearable, especially when it comes to a loss of death or finances or relationships that you truly love that that betrayed you or people walked away from you. So I'm only speaking on this because these are all the things I went through myself that I had to heal from, right? We have to heal from grieving. And like I tell you guys all the time, some memories will never go away and you don't have to be 100% healed for you to move on, for you to bring joy back in your life, for you to create better memories for your future than the worst ones from your past right and those painful memories they come at at the come up at the darnest time right when things are going good you can remember what happened to you or what was done in a certain episode or who you lost just by looking at a picture just by being in a certain area right just by going back down memory lane you know that song if y'all don't know it it's an old song called Back Down Memory Lane. And it's so true, right? When I, when I hear that song, I love it. It was my mom's favorite song. I saw your photograph. It kind of made me laugh. Where am I? Okay, y'all, I can't sing, but Back Down Memory Lane. So when we go back down memory lane, we do remember good times, but the pain of things, especially like I said, if you lost someone through death or betrayal or you had to walk away from certain people that you were fun of because they wasn't growing or they were messing with your mental health because we do know mental health 
is very important. With that being said, as you start to grieve, you want to work on becoming happy again. We can't stay in grief because if we do, it's like we're not living right. We're just living, just operating, but we're not living life to enjoy life. And life shouldn't always be a sad thing, right? You got to get your joy and your happiness back because that gets you in your creative moves that can boost up your spirits and everybody else's spirit around you. But when you sad sometimes it push people away from you right no one wants to be around someone sad all the time and it's sad that people think like that but that's true that you have to go join different groups or uh, connect with people who understand your pain but if you're always sad always talking about the bad memories and you can't help it especially if you don't know how to cope with grief and it's nothing wrong with feeling your emotions can't nobody put a time limit on your emotions and like I said certain members memories and people you will never get over but you have to find a time to be happy again now, with that being said, how are you going to try to be happy again? You want to figure out what makes you happy. I know I love fashion. I love to go to a fashion show. I love to go to a museum. It's whatever it is to you that make you happy. If you want to laugh, look at a comedy show. If making you happy is just getting your goals in order, right? Paying your bills, making sure your kids are okay, right? If that's one of your goals to be a better parent or to join in on uh, family community meetings or uh, teacher uh, conference groups, whatever you wanted to do to make you happy, start doing it, even if it's something new, even if you are afraid. A lot of people let fear hold them back. It's one thing that we're always grieving, right? But when you come up with an idea or you think that it's a great ideal and it's a positive ideal and it can help some people, the one thing that won't make you step out on that ideal or step out in faith or try to make that change or do something new it's fear so you can't let fear hold you back you want to do it afraid we do know Moses was one of those people right he had every excuse in the world even from stuttering right but he'd end up doing it afraid after making so excuse so many excuses why it wouldn't work out how will nobody listen to him right and sometimes we get in that mood and God has to let us know no you can do this it don't matter about your flaws if god is with you no one can be for be against you this is why i tell you guys you have to invite jesus in your life and in your heart and take little steps at a time toward growing toward your faith god does not expect us to heal overnight he doesn't expect us to grow our relationship our trust and our faith in him overnight and some things happen in our life so god can prove that his word is true some things we go through and we think we can never get out right things will never happen but if we are trusting god and we are believing god god will show up at the last minute and just blow your mind i'm a living witness to that this is why i love god sometimes i don't understand everything about god but it's not meant for for us to understand it's meant for us to trust the good lord so when you figure out what makes you happy you want to take steps toward it you want to do it even if it's taking time for yourself for a day right i know i love to do a pamper me day that's y'all may see me on social media swimming going to get a massage going different places every once in a while you got to take time out for yourself besides the busyness 
of life. Another thing you want to do is start putting your own needs and happiness first, especially if you are a caring person, because it's nothing wrong with being a caring person. That's what emotional healing is about. We have to start understanding and putting ourselves in other people's shoes and trying to compromise and being understanding toward what others may be dealing with or going through and trying to be a helping hand. But you can be no good for nobody if you're no good for yourself. And I know life sometimes with all the obstacles and different things and responsibilities we have going on, we have to make some time for ourselves, putting our happiness first, our needs first, right? It's nothing wrong with being a helping hand. It's nothing wrong with encouraging the next person, but encourage yourself. If you are the one doing all the giving, all the encouraging, always showing up, but no one is doing that from you, then that means that the relationship is not equal, right? It's not 50-50. It's like 90-10 or 70-30. And that ain't what you want to do, right? You want to change that. If you have spoken up on it and you see no changes, then you have to pull your yourself back and start working on yourself, your goals and being around people who will appreciate you and try to put in the effort like you put in that effort. Another thing is you want to stay physically active. And I know one thing for me, that's kind of hard for me to do with just different things that I do and have going on. But I do try to get out and walk right. I do try to eat healthy. I do take my vitamins and whatever that is for you, if you can do exercises in a house, I know a lot of people say, well, the economy has changed. You can't afford certain things, but YouTube got it all on there, right? You can do exercises, dances. You can do karaoke. You can have you a singing night. You can get your encouragement from the word of God watching an episode. You can get on there with prayer warriors. It's a lot of things that you can do to stay physically um, fit and active and even bring up your spirit. Another thing, like I said, eating well, adding vegetables and, and vitamins to your diet. And then you want to spend time with people who make you happy. Not nobody that's always looking down on you. Not nobody that's always quick to judge you, right? You want to, as you emotionally heal, those are the type of people you're trying to distance yourself from the most because you can't heal if someone's trying to bring you down and bring your spirits down and, and not being trying to be proud of the little steps or encouraging you to keep growing, right? If they're always finding something wrong with you, if they're always trying to compete with you or compare their lives with you and you shouldn't be doing that either to nobody right but if they are always doing that to you those are people you want to kind of slowly but surely distance yourself from because you can't grow in an environment like that you want people to hold you accountable because we do know it's iron sharpens iron so does a friend sharpen a friend but you want people to have grace for you and understand where you're coming from and see that you're trying to do better in your life and compliment you and encourage you to move forward. Not no shady business, right? Not, not somebody looking for you to do wrong or when you do do wrong, can't wait to say, I told you, say, right? You don't want to be around people like that as you're emotionally healed. And if you are around people like that, you want to start slowly but surely distancing yourself from those type of people because you can't grow, you can't heal properly. You will never get over your grief if somebody is always reminding you of what you fail in or what you don't do right, right? So you want to get around people that's encouraging you and inspiring you that you can do it too. If they doing it, you can do it too and really have genuine feelings for you and want to see you doing better. 
The last thing I want to speak on is pursuing the things in life that brings you joy. If you want to start a business, if you feel like God called you to the ministry, if you feel like you want to get married right, you want to write down a list of the type of person you want or the type of business you want to start or the type of people you want to create with, or you want to have a vision of it in your, your mind, you can do a vision board. I know me and my daughter do vision boards all the time. You want to have that to keep reminding you of this is what you ultimately want to get to, to that point. It's a lot of things that we can do to help bring us out of depression and grief after experience and trauma, but we can't get to it if we're not starting to work on it. So you have to work on it slowly but surely. Small steps, baby steps, and be proud of the baby steps you took in, right? To stand up for righteousness, to know that you matter just like everybody else matters, and to have an open mind toward yourself, showing yourself some compassion and showing others compassion, right? But have your boundaries up. Don't be too overgiven, over nice, over understanding that no one is that way towards you, right? And if you do find people that's trying to be 50-50 with you, want to see you grow and y'all grow together, then that's a God connection, right? Y'all heard of divine connections. That's certain things that God do. So I'm going to leave it at that, but I have many more steps. I don't want to talk too much on this episode because there's a lot of different things we can do to get our mind off of grief. And like I said, if the feelings, the memories never go away because you will feel them from time to time, you don't automatically have to be 100% healed to believe in yourself, that know that God has something better for you, and to make small steps toward positive changes in your diet and the things that you do and the things that you try to think about and getting out in nature or exercising or singing or doing something to to make you happy, right? Putting your needs and things first and your goals and things first, because if you putting everybody else first, then you will never have time for you. So you want to get yourself out of that routine. And sometimes we go through grief and depression where we never want to get up out of bed, right? We don't know how long it's going to last. But if you get up one day and you lay down seven days, I'm proud of you, right? Because I know grief and depression can be very serious. So Continue to take your baby steps toward getting out of grief and stop thinking on the painful memories of what went wrong and think about what is going right, right? Even in hard times, you can look and find something good in your life or something that's working out and try to focus on that. It's not going to always be what we want, right? But we will have what we need in time, especially if we put God in our life. We all want something better, right? We all want bigger things. We all have dreams, but it takes time. It takes patience and we have to work toward it. And it has to be with consistency. You can't do things one day and then stop for a whole month, right? Even in your hard times, even in your hurting times, and we have those times from time to time, you still want to think about what is going right, what you're working on, what you're doing right, not everything that you're doing wrong, and trying to connect with people that can help encourage and build up your spirits to keep going. And if you don't have nobody like that, you can book me as a life coach or a spiritual coach on keepmedifferent.com or any life coach or spiritual coach or going to therapy or getting in a community where you feel like it's genuine people that really care for you and want to see changes and, and good things happen for you. So after this commercial break, I will get into the man of God, David. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 
Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fastfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion. Wigs for any situation. And furniture that gives your home a new, new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, again, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode of getting your joy back after any type of trauma or grief. We have to learn how to overcome grief because it is very painful experiences we go through, right, when we endure any type of trauma. And whatever the trauma is to you, you have to know that you can heal. It may take time. You don't have to rush to make it seem like you are okay or you are feeling better. But as you take baby steps, you will start seeing yourself growing, right? You will start seeing changes. You will start seeing yourself getting your joy back when you start adding positive things to your life. Now, we do all have memories and songs we listen to that explains exactly what we are feeling at the time when we are in pain, again, grief, suffering losses, setbacks, um, heartbreak from relationships, and just all different type of things can cause us grief. But we want to do what makes us happy and not negative things, right? We don't want to go down a, a down spiral where we are getting into drugs and just going down a negative dark road, right? And I know sometimes when you don't develop coping mechanism or you feel like you don't have no one to be there for you in your grief, some people do take a dark turn in life. And this is what emotional healing is about and mental health is about, right? Getting back on the right track so you don't have to take that dark turn in life, knowing that it was an experience, it wasn't your life journey, right? And like I said, certain memories, certain things, certain seasons in your life could be very painful, but you have to know that you can go on, that you can overcome the hurt, the betrayal, the setback, the losses, the sickness, whatever it was that caused you trauma. It's going to take time. It's not going to be overnight, but once you start working on what makes you happy and see the good in it after you have waited a little while, right? Because sometimes when we are in a painful experience, there's no way we're about to be looking for the good. No one can be thinking positive 365 days a week, but we should not be thinking negative 365 days a week. If it was a hurtful and painful experience, you want to acknowledge it. You want to face your fears. You want to face the truth and you want to make positive decisions on how you can overcome and move 
move forward in a positive way, praying about every step that you need to take and how you need God's help to help you to change, to heal, to move forward, to give you a new goal, a new dream, because sometimes even failure calls trauma, right? Things we were believing for and hoping for to come to pass and then it all crashes down that can even cause trauma but if things go went wrong you have to find out what was the lesson in it right what did you learn what could you have done better what could other people have done better what was the red flags that you missed right were you uh, expecting something too big to happen too soon we do know slow and steady wins the race not fast and with speed if god give you something with speed and you're not prepared for it or you're not ready for it and you had no training in it right it is sure to fall down so the small steps will make you more grateful when you get to the big goals and big steps in your life so working on what making you happy putting your happiness and your emotional health first taking a me day adding vegetables and vitamins to your physical health trying to get out in nature sometimes getting out of the bed without always having to have a drink or drugs or whatever people use to cope and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that because some people that's like I said that's what they go through but you need to know it's not healthy for you and you have to take steps at a time to get off of drugs and get off of running to the bottle of alcohol to make yourself feel better right you have to face your pain face your fears acknowledge what has happened drugs and alcohol sex whatever addiction that you have it's not going to make the pain go away right it's just a temporary fix and we want a whole fix as we emotionally heal. And while we are emotionally healing, it takes time. You have to feel the pain. You got to acknowledge the wrongdoing, right? And then you have to take steps to start changing from negative to positive. And even if it's painful memories, even if you have to pray a thousand times for God to help you to forgive and release the hurt and the pain and what was done to you, right? Do it because if Eventually, God would step in. Sometimes he have to allow us to feel that pain, right? So we can be grateful for when it does turn around for us. And we'll truly be grateful to know what we went through to get to our goals, to get a better um, experience in life, to have better relationships after going through so many toxic different relationships, different things falling apart and going downhill. Now, no one understands this better than a man of God, David. If you are Bible readers, right? David is the one that killed the giant Goliath. Now, everyone was scared to fight Goliath, right? I think he was like nine foot tall. He was very muscular. David was just a young boy at the time, but the only thing he had was God. He knew that if God was for him, no one can be against him. Now, David went through ridicule. He was looked down at his family. Nobody knew who he was, but God gave him his moment after training him through the isolation and being abandoned and nobody believing he was worth none because he was in a family that everybody adored except for him. So they put him out in the field. While he was out in the field, God was training him up for his big moment to fight Goliath. Now, he didn't know that, but he knew the Lord, right? He prayed to the Lord and every time just different things came to attack David, David defeated him with the Lord on his side. Now, the same thing happened 
happened with Goliath, right? David was like the shepherd boy feeding the sheep, going to be a helping hand to everybody. His brothers and him like, what you did with them sheep? What you doing out here, right? When he came around, everybody looked down on him, but he the only one that had the courage to fight Goliath. When he killed the giant Goliath, that's when everybody wanted to be a part of his life, right? They didn't know who he was or wanted to be a part of him when they thought he, was, he wasn't worth nothing. This is why you have to be careful how you treat people. You may see them in one season not knowing who they are, right? They may have a good heart, but because they don't look like who you think they should look or they don't do the things that you do, but you're not looking at their character and how they're showing up and how they're trying to be a helping hand, you can block your own blessings. And this is what David brother Nim did. And even Saul, at the time, Saul was the king in that town, and he was even scared to fight Goliath. But here come a young boy who was looked down all his life, ostracized by his family, picked on, bullied, kept a good heart, though, because he had the spirit of God on him, because this is what God called us to do, even through pain and turmoil. No, not every day we cannot be happy, right? Certain things do affect us, but if we keep a good heart and try to show up for other people, God will bless us in front of people who don't think we deserve it in front of those who are more experienced than us, just like he did for David. Now, David is fond of Saul, right? He knew he was the king and this and that. He tells Saul, I can go fight this giant. Y'all scared? Saul, like, go ahead. You you know, trying to get him weapons and stuff. David said, all I need is a rock and a good lord with me. So when David killed Goliath, Saul and all of them was happy for him and everybody wanted to get to know him. But then jealousy sat in, right? Now, all of a sudden, he was already despised when he didn't have nothing. Now, because he was growing in popularity and they knew that he defeated a giant that everybody was scared to uh to face and attack now everybody won't attack him because he had the spirit of god with him that god favored him that he killed the biggest enemy in the town at that time even the king who had more experience than him was scared and this is what david went through most of his life before he even got to the crown that god was giving him goliath was another test he wasn't even going to the king field at that time that was just to show people god was with him but Saul, the one who he fought uh, Goliath for, wanted to attack him. He got so jealous of David. Oh, David went through it all, right? We through emotional turmoil, through lack, through losses. He was running through fields, going different places, sleeping in bathrooms, just different things just to get away from Saul. He never understood why Saul didn't like him, but he was the one that showed up to Saul's house, played music for him when he got depressed, was the one that showed up to feed him. Even Saul's own son, Jonathan, loved David more than, than and he knew that David was the next king because he seen the greatness and the kind heart that David had. Head. Saul knew it too, but because of his jealousy, he didn't work on his insecurities. He just didn't take, you know, I'm glad what God did for me. And if he doing something for somebody else and raising somebody else up, let me just be happy for him because God has blessed my life too. No, he was really out to kill David. And that's what caused his demise and his son, Jonathan demise. But through all the things that David went through after years and after being king and after after finally getting crowned and everybody knowing what he went through and how God defeated his enemies for him and how he went through all these hard times, 
David did not have a bitter soul in him. Sometimes, like I said, it takes weeks, it takes months, it takes years, depending on the pain we have endured. David still remember how Saul's family was good to him, which was his son, Jonathan, that told him about Saul being jealous of him and loved him with an everlasting love. David still had respect for Saul when he was dead, when he got murdered out there in the field. David is the one that paid for his funeral. David did all of this stuff, even though Saul was very bitter and nasty to him. And I know some of us don't think like that, right? It, it takes time. Like I said, after years had passed, David finally understood that it was necessary and he had to go through that to appreciate what God had took him. And instead of him holding on to bitterness and heartbreak and, and envy and pain, over all of this, even though Saul died, he said, is there anyone in the house of Saul um, that I can bless or show kindness to for Jonathan's sake? Because he remembers Saul's son, Jonathan, was with him through it all, through the running, through the chasing, and still wishing good for him, even though his dad... Saul was king and wanted to kill David. Jonathan went going with his dad, right? He had his faith in God and knew that God chose David and he wasn't about to go against it. And he ended up losing his life because of his father's hateful ways. But he had a son, Meshiba Fish, who was dropped and, uh, and his legs was broken during the battle when Saul and Jonathan got killed. Because Saul and Jonathan got killed because Saul wasn't even prepared for the task God had for him. He's so focused on David, not knowing he had an enemy that was coming after him. If he would have been paying attention to his battle, his journey in life and not comparing his life, he could have been more prepared and God would have continued to help him win battles. But because he was so focused on David, looking at him as a, a rivalry, as competition, he lost his life because he didn't even know he had a hidden enemy coming after him. So this is why we shouldn't compare our life and I know it's easier said than done it is some people who are great and maybe greater than us but we all have a light and we all have something that we can add to this world in a positive way and overcome our grief our hurt and our pain just like David did and after David went through all those harsh times poor thing in his life it was just heartbreaking he had a similar story to Job but David never lost his kind heart if he did we wouldn't know about it, right? Um, Because he always came back to God. He always came back to the right mindset and said, you know what? This was a setback. I shouldn't have done things like this or I shouldn't have thought like that. He would pray and fast to God and say, forgive me for my sins. We do know David is the one that wrote that prayer of repentance in Psalm 51, 8 that said, let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. So David, he always knew what he did wrong, that he had to get out of that mindset and out of that harsh heart mentality in order for God to bless him. And if God did this for David, he will surely do the same for us. I'm not saying we have to reconnect with certain people. And sometimes we won't have the same heart as David, but we can still be good people. We can let people off the hook after time has passed, after God has restored our happiness and our joy. We don't have to wish evil on people because God will vindicate you. So that is my message and my 
podcast for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know that you can go to my website, keepmedifferent.com and see all the different things I offer for my listeners. And thank you guys for joining me for this week's episode. Talk with you next week.